You're listening to Like Nobody's Business, and I'm your host, Emily Castle. My clients call me a business strategist and leadership coach, but I'm also a published author, podcast host, and the founder of Woman Up. Since 2014, I've been helping women launch, scale, and lead sustainable, mission-driven businesses with intentional strategies that support the entire ecosystem of their work and life to thrive and regenerate again and again for the long haul while creating a category of one in their industries, innovating with purpose, and doing work that's deeply fulfilling. If you're a woman devoted to doing things differently, being disruptive in service of your mission, and you're ready to learn, grow, collaborate, cross-pollinate ideas, and work smarter alongside other women, founders, trailblazers, entrepreneurs, and business owners, you're in the right place. Welcome to the show, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. (laughs) That was Chelsea. She's here today. I'm so excited. She's a like nobody's business listener. So big fan. And um, I love hearing when people are like, oh, I actually listen to the podcast because usually I just feel like I'm screaming into a void and I'm like, people even hear this? (laughs) Anyway, I'm here with Chelsea. Remind me of how to pronounce your last name because I say it wrong in my head. And I know that I say it wrong. That's, that's you and about 90% of the population. Um, it, it's actually, it's Kumbi. Kumbi. I'm ready. Yes. It's spelled as comb with an E. And sometimes mm-hmm. I say that, but if, if I could change it, I would add another O, but it's, it's Chelsea Kumbi. Kumbi. We'll add an O in our minds. <laughs> yes. I know. It's so funny. I'm like, I know you so well. I see you all the time. And do I know how to pronounce your last name right? No, apparently That's not. Actually, like, so is yours Cassell or Castle? Castle. See, see it's these crazy names. See, jeez, on the, on the same page. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if you haven't everything about each other, but we don't know each other's last names. Perfect. I know. Well, we do. We do know each other's last names. We just don't know how to pronounce them. That's fine. Very That's true. That's a different level. I feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> The age of internet relationships, I guess, is That's kind true. of like, I think I know her name. Do I say it right? Probably not. <laughs> I know. Before we started this call, I was like, how, how tall are you? And then like, it's so weird I haven't met you in person because I feel I like I have. So. I know. I, I feel like we've seen each other every week on a live call lately, which is so fun. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Whether... You know, for many different reasons. Anyway, for those of you listening who haven't met Chelsea in real life or haven't followed her on Instagram or aren't in the Woman Up community membership with her, she is the founder of Lady Folk, which is a copywriting and brand strategy studio based in the wilds of Wyoming. And she's the genius behind a lot of the words that come out (laughs) in the Woman Up brand. Not everything, but a lot of it. She helped me with brand messaging. She did a brand strategy guide. Um, so many great assets that we worked on together. And I'm so grateful for her wisdom and expertise. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I just, I love being here in this space with you. And uh, it's been so, it's been so fun how just like we've connected and how both of our work has like brought each other together. And mm-hmm. yeah, like I loved I loved like, forming your brand messaging and now, and I can truly relate because I'm in the Women Up membership and now I'm in your coaching program. So 
it's just been fun. It is very true to you. And it's been cool to be like on both sides of it. So mm-hmm. I'm so glad to be here. Me too. It's such a gift when you find people to work with on both sides, right? Where you're like, oh, this really works well. Like we just click and you get it. And I feel like that is so, especially in the online space, it can be really hard to find like the right person for, you know, whether it's business support in the form of like coaching, consulting, or copywriting, like somebody who really gets your voice and who understands what you're trying to do. I think it's so, it's such a gift. And I think it's really difficult to find. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. I want to ask you, uh, we're just going to jump right in and then we're going to circle back to how did you get here and what's the story behind Lady But but I feel like that just reminded me of like, what would you say is the role and the importance of, or maybe like the impact of great copywriting for brands and why is it so important today in this sort of digital world that we live in to get the words right? (laughs) <laughs> you know, so I feel like it's so hard when you're so close to it to do that. That's, I love that you started with that. It's, um, it's really interesting because I feel like, you know, even my career has really evolved with content creation from even when I started to now, I've, I've always been in this space, but it went from like, you know, what we all talk about of like filters and <laughs> on Instagram to, mm-hmm. you know, even to where we are now with like having AI and chat GBT introduced. And to me, I feel like copywriting and brand messaging is so important because it's, I I feel like we all want to build community online and it's not even that we want to, it's like, we have to, I mean, that's how our world is just positioned. And to me, I mean, what you say and the way you say it is a true representation of like your values and what you stand for and the people you want to connect with. And it matters. I mean, it truly does. Like, I, I just think like the backbone of who you are and what you stand for is communicated through messaging and words. And, you know, not only is it reflected, reflective of your story, but it helps you connect and build community. And to me, it's just, I clearly like, I don't take it lightly and I don't think it's something that should be taken lightly or even, um, you know, on a like lower totem pole for other type of content creation from like short term video or no matter what, I, I just think that words do have a way of connecting with people in a really powerful way that can't always be replaced by other forms of content creation. So Mm. my long Mm -hmm. form explanation, um, I can talk about this all day. I think that's amazing. And I think, you know, it's hard when you're looking at a screen, let's say you're trying to make a purchase decision, or you're trying to find someone to support you with something in your business or Maybe it's even like you're booking a photographer for your wedding or whatever it might be. Like the way that we now research products and services and the way that we purchase them is so much, so digital. Like it's rare that we're meeting someone in real life and hearing, even although hearing the words that they say, if their brand messaging is all over the place, we're like, what? We're confused. But especially when all you're going off of is like words on a screen 
or words on a page or words on a caption to make a purchase decision that could be, you know, thousands of dollars, a big investment. I think it does become so much more important to get it right. And right being like an accurate reflection of what it is that you do, the value that you bring, how you're different, how your brand is uniquely positioned in the market, you know, from other options and alternatives. And I just, you know, it's really hard. Like I said, I find it really challenging to do when you're super close to it and you're in it without a guide, (laughs) without like, okay, here's the strategic stuff. And I think there is so much strategy. I know in my work with you in developing the brand messaging and like optimizing SEO and all of that, like there was a lot of strategy and research that went into that. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about like the intentionality behind the words that you choose and the way that you support people with brand messaging. Um, Because I think sometimes, I don't know that everybody realizes that unless they've worked with like a really great copywriter before that there is so much strategy, research, intentionality behind it. Um, Not just like, does it sound nice? Or like, does it sound like what it should sound like for a photographer, for a coach or for a whatever? It, no, I, for one, I just love that you said, like, I think being a female entrepreneur and I, you know, my target audience, like I work with mainly female founders, modern brands, um, a lot of small business owners who are women. And throughout my experience, I've just found that so many women actually are just like what you said of like, I'm so close to this. Like I'm like, you know, and also like, I'm so busy. Like, I know that's a big thing for us in the women up community is just like the multi-dimensionality that we show up for, but you're right. Like, I feel like most of the women that come and work with me are so close to themselves and their work that they have a really hard time step, like taking a step back and seeing the bigger picture of their brand identity and the like this to me, I, it's my favorite thing when women come to me to work on their brand story or brand messaging, because truly it's not me like creating something out of nothing. It's, it's more of me being strategic and really intentional of like unearthing and uncovering what you've already built and who you already are, but just like reflecting all of the really bright facets back to you that give you this brand identity that's really memorable um, and yeah, I, I, you know, I think that all, you're like, oh, that sounds like, oh, that sounds so nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think for me that, that really is what it is, is just in my eyes, there's so much that makes up a woman's brand identity or personality, including, you know, imagery and graphics and your values and what you're offering, how you're positioned. So I take all of that. I mean, the words I write are just as much paired with strategy that's involved with consumer psychology, like consumer decision-making. And, um, but to me, it's, it's just as much strategy paired with the words of also just exposing all of the values and the characteristics that make you really different and make you easy to relate to. Like, I think, I think that's Mm -hmm. what most women struggle with is just bringing out the different messaging and words to like fully encompass 
all of that multidimensionality that we so easily relate to, um, but also making it like that fine line of being like, okay, this the this messaging, like this copy, the this choice of words and how they flow together really connect with your target audience, but they're also like optimized for websites. It's like finding that right balance <laughs> that is really hard to define when you're alone. So mm-hmm. I does that team member for women. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to know like what, I don't want to become an expert in SEO. I don't know what I'm doing. That would take me, it would take me so long. It would take me years to come up with like the, the words that are also optimized for that because I don't know the first thing (laughs) about that really um or how to position that I know you did some like competitive research and things for for me which was incredibly valuable and like showed me like generated a report for SEO that was super helpful um and I yeah I just feel like it's really hard to find that sweet spot for yourself when you're writing copy, <laughs> like creating yes. content, that it does all of those things, that it does like the SEO optimization, that it does the professional value proposition and like under having somebody actually understand what you do and how you can help them. And then also making you fe- sound like a real human and not like yes. a canned response that saying the words everybody else is saying and using the catchphrases and buzzwords and stuff that's just like makes people gloss over things or just like overuse jargon in your industry and yes um, yeah. I always say that I'm like let's okay like ladies let's not sound like a 90s car salesman we're gonna back up because we're better <laughs> than that <laughs> um, but yeah that's I mean you know you brought up just like the work that we did together for brand messaging and for I remember you came to me when I first was introduced to you and you're like, I have worked so dang hard on like building women up and rebranding. And like, this is so aligned with me and what I've been looking for. And I can feel that. And, but like, help me, like, help me bring this out. So it's like a hell, hell yeah. I hope I can curse on your podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, please. (laughs) But of that, of like making people say like, hell yeah. Like I get this, like I see myself in this and I want to be a part of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, everything I do, like every collaboration is, is different. And I felt that way with women up. Um, to me, you already had all the bones. It was just making things really clear and then punching where we needed to and, um, making people feel like they could be seen, like having a little bit more relatability because that's so true to your community is, you're a community of real women. And I thought that we did a really good job of just making it sound really human. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that I loved that about our collaboration. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have to tell the story behind how you landed on the name Lady Folk, because when I first saw that, I was like, I don't even have to know what you do yet. I'm already like, <laughs> yeah, love it. like your whole brand your imagery like all the things just felt so like juicy and I would love for you to share like like the origin story of that name and also like the concept of your business and how you got started I'd love to I wish that more people called me juicy (laughs) 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 so great (laughs) um yeah I 
you know, I've, I actually, so I'm from Wyoming and I was like a little backstory. I grew up here and, um, you know, in the middle of nowhere. And I, I loved spending time in Wyoming. I mean, both my parents, like we grew up just, you know, knowing everyone in town, really that like small town kind of charm and camping and fishing and spending time in like the great outdoors. Cause like, if you're not living, like that's what you do when you live in Wyoming or else, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, I, you know, my career and education took me to other places and I lived in Denver for six years and, um, I just loved it. Like, and I almost started this freelance business, like social media strategy and copywriting when I was in Denver. And it just, it wasn't right. And, you know, coming back, I really wanted something, you know, in a way I had a really strong personal brand and I wanted something that encompassed like not only me and my complexity, but that could hold other women. And I was, I really sat on the name for a long time because I wanted it to be something that was really unique, but also, you know, bigger than me in a way, but to me, okay. So the lady side is, I am like, I love fashion. Like I, I live to like pick an outfit to go anywhere. Like Mm -hmm. my boyfriend will tell you that, like, I have like an outfit for going and looking at houses. I have an outfit for like takeout or movie night or like it is, it's truly it's a toxic trait but it's probably my favorite yeah. um so yeah I I'm really feminine too like I am very bubbly and um I love being a woman like I love just the experiences that we face and I love the color hot pink and but it's crazy to me because I also like growing up in Wyoming and my roots and truly like who I am and I feel like going to the city, I lost a a sense of that a little bit. And coming back here was just really eye-opening to me. And I was like, oh, like, this is such a big part of who I am. And to me, like, the folk is this, like, gritty, resilient, like, very wild, like, rebellious, free-spirited side of myself that I also am. And I think a lot of people can relate to that, of just having, like, two, you know, there's you're allowed to like be all of the things and for it to fit under, under one house and in some wide open spaces. And it's been fun. Cause I, I think a lot of people in their branding think they have to be one thing or almost this like different image of who they are to succeed in their industry. When that is my constant message that I tell everyone. And it's something that I've also had to learn myself is that like, if you just embrace like every weird and exciting and like, romantic and poetic and messy side of yourself and are able to contain that into a brand, it will be memorable. Like it doesn't have to be trendy or fit into boxes. Like, honestly, you're better off just being like very unapologetically and like fully yourself, even if that's not super curated. So Mm -hmm. I love that so much. What's it like for you being in Wyoming, leading this business, I think you've told me before that Wyoming is a little bit, you know, almost isolated or like five to 10 years behind other major cities or things like that. So what's that been like for you starting a business in a place that feels a little bit like maybe it's not on the cutting edge when your work is? Yeah, it's, um, there's, there's two different sides. I mean, 
there's two different sides to it because one, I mean, the community here is so, everyone is so kind. Like there, it almost is this like wild Western hospitality of people say hi and shake your hand and like hold the door for you. And um, same with just running a business. I mean, so I live in Casper, which is in the heart of Wyoming. Um, for those who are listening who are not really familiar with the state, but we're actually the biggest, we have the highest population in the state and probably surrounding area, there's probably 70,000 people in Casper and we're the most populated city. So it's, um, yeah, we're a big city living here in Casper. But um, with that, you know, we still have a really tight community. I mean, there are so many incredible artists and creatives who are, you know, doing really cool and different work and, and choosing this place to like push it forward. And I feel that responsibility. Um, but with that, like, it's also it can be challenging. And yeah, you know, I, I think that just being, Wyoming has this almost like traditional old school way of thinking, which adds a lot of the spirit to Wyoming that I love, but it makes it hard because I feel like the community sometimes runs from change instead of embraces it. And, you know, and I think that can be hard sometimes when, you know, the state is known for like, it's the hardest thing it has, like, the hardest thing is keeping young people in Wyoming. And so when pe young people choose to stay and like challenge the community a bit, it, it's not always received well, or I, it just takes a lot of like grit and perseverance, but I do feel this responsibility of, you know, I'd, of educating the community on like, on my work and what we're doing <laughs> in branding and like how other, also like how other small businesses can be successful and get their name out there and like actualize their dreams and make a living. And, and also, you know, like it doesn't have to be this like traditional, like nine to five of like, you can be a mom and, you know, still run this business and like promote yourself and, and choose what your life looks like even in Wyoming. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm trailing off here, but I think that's mm -hmm. it for me too. And, and just for the, for women, like for the rights of, for, for women's rights too, it's, that old school way of thinking. And I love to be the one, you know, just with the platform that I have to like, to push people forward a bit on terms of women's rights and, you know, um, mm -hmm. those things that challenge us. Cause it can be a little tougher here than it would be living in a city mm -hmm. in the US. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's such an important thing. And I think so many people can relate to that who are maybe living in more remote places or places who are a little bit less progressive or more traditional or um, places that maybe the general population in those spaces is not uh, as forward thinking yeah. as maybe more city, like bigger cities or um, different pockets throughout the country. And I think sometimes that can be intimidating for people who are starting businesses that are disruptive or that are innovative or that are different or that blaze a trail because oof, it can easily feel like, oh, how's this going to be received? And not that your work so is like, you know, I don't know, it could be more <laughs> disruptive in that kind of sense, but, um, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, so no, like, it's so, no, it's so true. And I, I just think that, you know, I, I think there's a lot of people here too that also think, you know, have the idea that you can't even as an artist or as a creative, like, I feel like even going to school here, I was always told like, I, I don't know. I, one time I ditched like a marketing research internship to go do wedding photography. And mm -hmm. I was told by everyone at the company, I'm like, oh, you're never going to make it. And I, you know, I think people think that creatives or female founders can't make it and be successful and like raise their families or, you know, achieve your mm -hmm. goal and live the life you want to live by this type of lifestyle. And I really want to show people that you can. And, um, yeah. So you see me all the time. I'm like, I, that's my favorite thing to do is like, I, I love wearing again, my fashion. Like I love wearing stilettos in downtown Casper because I think Casper needs a little <laughs> bit more of it. And I curse mm -hmm. in my branding, which I swear my mother is like, what is going on? But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, if you have good intentions and your heart's in the right place and you're like, I'm here to give back to this community and I could choose to be anywhere else. And, um, I hope that's always well received by people who see me that way. So mm -hmm. I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to think so. <laughs> I think so. Speaking of like progressive and change and innovation and all of those things, I know you and I have had conversations about this and you're actually doing a member mini training inside the Women Up community this month. Um, on the 21st, I think of June mm -hmm. and it'll be recorded. So if this comes out after that, and those of you listening, you can go watch it or attend live if it's before, <laughs> if this comes out before. Um, but it's going to be on sort of the role of AI and chat GPT and all these tools that are coming out in terms of like copywriting and content creation. And I know you have told me before that there have been people who are like, oh, are you afraid that chat GPT is going to steal your job? <laughs> um, and I would love for you to just share a little bit about your perspective, your take on that, and maybe um, what you're planning to, how you're planning to frame that issue and, and help empower people through the training. I love that. Um, well, I I mean, I will be the first one to say, I, and I told you this, Emily, in our coaching call, I think it was last week, but I won't lie. I, I think it was probably like February or March. And I woke up one day and I was like, why am I doing, you know, AI is going to take my job. Like, why, you know, why, <laughs> here we are. Like I barely survived a year in business. And now like, you know, chat GBT is going to take over everything I've worked so hard for. And then I had this moment, like I truly kind of had like a small panic attack about it, but I didn't know anything about it. And I, I really believe in that of, you know, if something scares you, learn more about it. I mm. always that to myself mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, I'm going to spend, like, I'm calling off my, <laughs> the writing I was going to do today. And I'm going to spend the entire afternoon on chat GPT and like, let's see what this does. And, um, yeah, truly I asked a ton of questions and I implemented, you know, different pieces to fuel chat GPT and what it could really do for like, um, for me as a copywriter, like not only my team and how I could be more efficient, but also anyone who owns a business and is create or doesn't own a business and is creating content. And it was really eye opening because, I think I talked to you about this last week where, you know, I mean, to be honest, AI is moving so fast. I mean, by the time this 
podcast even publishes, it's going to be different than it is right now today. And I think naturally, no matter who you are, something that you don't fully understand can be intimidating. And I won't lie that I think that it is in a, in a way, because either way, AI and chat GBT are going to change the way that we do business, the way that we're online. And even though we were having conversations, um, but I was telling you last week, I was like, you know, I've seen so many copywriters come out and say, like, uh, you know, no, ChatGPT is not going to take my job. And, you know, really aligning, like, you know, what what can a copywriter do and what can ChatGPT do? And, um, or almost like trying to like be a little defensive towards it, where I totally get because I've also had that moment and uh, I've had that conversation. And because I do think that, it is, there's different uses for it, but I also want to be someone who's not afraid to like implement and involve with chat GPT. So I'm looking at ways currently, and you know, that's why I'm so excited for this member training. And I'm looking for ways where I can use it to be more efficient in my own business. Um, but also to like educate creatives and small businesses on the time that they use, like a copywriter, like a professional copywriter or brand strategist to gain the information that's important to like feed into chat GBT to lead to content that's going to support you at like, no matter what phase of your business you're in. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so that's been, that's been fun for me. It's, you know, it's taken me a while to get here. Cause I think all of us copywriters are like, what the hell? But, um, mm -hmm but we have to. So, you yeah. know, well, it's so interesting because I think even just knowing what to put into chat GPT to generate or any AI tool, because there are multiple now, um, even like I've been using, I've been playing with the one in Canva because it's called magic, right. Or something yeah. like that. Um, but that's been interesting and fun and kind of like, huh, how can I leverage this? Well, using like, what you and I created together, yes. like my brand messaging guide, like what could I be doing? I feel like there's probably a ton that I could be doing without having to bother you <laughs> to like create new content ideas or to create like outlines for something or to create like a list of potential training topics or podcast topics that people would actually be interested in that would be optimized or that, you know, yeah, would have the potential to really connect with my audience and serve them well and add value without me having to like create those ideas from the void of my own brain in the silo that I think it's cool, but like, does anybody care? You know, and I think we all struggle with that as entrepreneurs. It's, it can be so hard to wear all those hats and also have to then think creatively about like, what am I going to say today? That's going to also sell the thing that I'm trying to sell. And how yes. am I going to position it right? And how am I going to say it's the right change. words in the right way? It's like, yeah. It's a lot of time and energy that goes into that. I don't personally want to be a professional copywriter all the time. <laughs> you know? Like, no, same. Like, but, I also like, you know, and same to me, like, I don't want to like research workflows and systems and how to be my mm -hmm. own coach. And that's why I hire you. And, and, and that's mm -hmm. what is so beautiful about all this. And, um, you're so right. I mean, to me and in, in my experience with using AI, I, like you said, like for one, I feel like 
it's really important for anyone who's using ChatGPT or AI to write their copy. Um, to me, it's really important to know, like you need to understand who you are and how you're positioned in, in, in your industry and within your brand identity. Like I feel like, and, and that's kind of where to me, a copywriter comes in and like that is the best investment you could make for the time to work with a copywriter is, you know, whether you're starting a business or launching something new, whether it's like a membership or a workshop or like a new product or service or, or maybe you're rebranding like you, Emily, like going from Mm -hmm. a personal brand to um, like women up. And um, I think it's really, that's the time, at least for me, that I hope women choose to invest in a copywriter because the strategy, the positioning, you know, truly understanding your clientele and who you are and what you have to offer in a really unique, captivating way that is different. And, you know, like a copywriter will not only provide you with uh, like taglines and messaging that's going to be memorable and convert and and provide a user experience, but a good copywriter will also provide you with SEO, ter- like keyword terms and, and show you how to implement them. But um, from there, I feel like, and, and this is what I'm excited to bring about. And I know that you and I are working on like building into some of my services, especially when it comes to like offboarding strategy, because that's the truth is like, you're, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I would love if you brought me on <laughs> full time, but that's not what this is. And mm-hmm. I want my clients, like I want all of the women who work with me to feel like they can go to a tool like ChatGBT and use what we've been given to like plug and play, but then like be able to look at what's been like created and not copy and paste. Like you mm-hmm. are not copy and pasted, your right. brand isn't copy and pasted, but like, yeah, go in and like, it's ChatGBT is incredible for saving time, for giving layouts, for getting ideas. Um, mm-hmm or like meta descriptions or blog titles. And, but you know, where are those, like, where are those pieces that are so true to you that no one else could even possibly replicate that you can add in? Um, and also for keywords that are going to optimize you and just give you that full success. Because if you can find that happy medium, um, not only are you building really strong relationships, but you're saving yourself so much time on your blogs, your social caps- captions, email sequences, and um, that's just what's great is it really is a tool. It's not something to be afraid of. Hey, love, it's me, Emily. I'm interrupting this conversation to let you know about the woman up community membership, because I'm absolutely obsessed with it. And I'm pretty sure you will be too. Once you understand all that's available to you inside this membership. So inside our annual membership community for female founders devoted to doing things differently, we have a monthly schedule of virtual events exclusively for members, including a deep dive training on a relevant topic for your business and leadership development with me, a helpful tool or tutorial or template to help you streamline the backend systems in your business, a virtual members happy hour to gather socially with fellow disruptors from across the globe who you wouldn't meet otherwise, mini trainings from members on their areas of expertise so you can learn from each other, and so much more. 
We are constantly adding features and tweaking things to make sure that this is the best possible experience for you and responding to what our members need in order to create new features and opportunities to collaborate and connect with one another. Plus, if you live locally to Charleston or you'd like to come visit, members get first access to in-person meetups and special members only events like our intimate disruptor dinner series. We also have a super active and engaged community where questions are being answered, solutions are being generated, challenges are being solved, aha moments are taking place, ideas are coming into form, collaborations and referrals are happening, members are hiring each other, and opportunities are endless between you and other members in both business and beyond. Our streamlined all-in-one platform platform makes keeping up with the latest events and conversations and your requests for support so easy and fun to use. You can even download an app to use on your phone or you can access via a desktop version. Um, it's really, really amazing. And this is a change that we've made in the start of 2023. So this is new and really exciting. You can even post in our new VA on-demand space inside the membership to get access to hourly work from vetted, professional, highly qualified virtual assistants who are ready and available to support you with getting items off of your to-do list, moving projects forward, and staying on track in your business without having to go through the interview process to make a new hire or take on a recurring investment in your business to be able to hire a VA on a consistent, ongoing basis, which is fantastic and something I've never seen done before, but we are pioneering it in partnership with one of our members who owns an amazing VA and OBM agency called Her. It's not uncommon for members to make back their investment almost immediately upon joining when they truly lean into all the support available inside this membership community. Whether you're looking for a referral or something for something in your business or you're excited to be more consistent in your action, or you're just looking to connect with a vibrant community of fellow multidimensional and dynamic leaders, this experience is for you no matter what season of business you may find yourself in. I've never personally identified as a membership person, but this virtual community is so much more than a typical membership program. It's really a space for innovation, inspiration, intuition, and intentionality to be amplified amongst the most amazing women I've known on the internet. I genuinely get so excited when I see messages come through in our circle community, even though I had no idea how to use this or <laughs> what platforms existed to create the experience that I envisioned and needed when I was in the earlier stages in, of my business and even now to connect with the right people and resources and tools that really help move things forward on a consistent basis. So if you haven't joined us yet, what are you waiting for? I promise you'll feel right at home, welcomed in with open arms, and really nourished by all the support available to you immediately upon joining us. And as a podcast listener, you're invited to join us inside the Women Up community and save an additional 15% off our annual membership. This is a big deal. When you enter the code podcast at checkout, you can head to womanup.co slash membership. We've also linked it in the show notes for you, wherever you're listening to this conversation to learn more and get all the details and see everything that I shared with you laid out visually. I can't wait to see you and support you inside our community so we can navigate the nuance of entrepreneurship and the inevitabilities of evolution with more ease together. Now back to the show. Hmm. I love that. I think it's so important too, that we don't resist the change and like rail against it, but we find ways to 
have boundaries around new forms of technology, right? And know when to use it and when not to use it and when to, you know, we don't want to sound like a robot. We don't want to pull things that already exist and regurgitate them ideally as a brand and a business that's trying to operate very authentically and genuinely and build connection, build community, all those things, you know, that I think we probably all are trying to do intentionally, um, but also not like not use something that's going to make that process easier and more efficient and effective <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day. That's, right. That's the goal. And cause yeah, I mean, we're all so busy and, you know, if we have a tool like this to help us like implement those pieces e- even further, why would I keep that from, from the women I work with? So, right. I think we came up with a good metaphor the other day, but I can't remember what the one was. It was like, I was thinking about like dishwasher and then <laughs> that was like yeah. part of the metaphor. And then I feel like we came up with an even better one that now I can't remember. I remember. You do? What was it? Yes, I do. Cause I think about this a lot, but well, I have, um, my background is mainly in the wedding industry. I've worked in weddings for a long time and with a lot of wedding vendors, but I always think of it like being, you know, just because they came out with an iPhone, like a smartphone that takes mm. incredible pictures in your pocket, doesn't mean that you're not going to hire a professional photographer to capture your wedding day. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, you could, you could do that, but like, and I guess it's, and it's also this, it's like, what's important to you? Like I attract women who are really intentional and, and care about, you know, care about making people feel something <laughs> powerful and, and making a difference. And, you know, but anyway, back to like the, you know, (laughs) like the iPhone is like, why would you could do that? And it would be fine. And you'd have memories and you'd have snapshots that you could print through, you know, like artifact uprising, but it's not, it's different from the experience that you would have working with a wedding photographer who is going to like artfully capture Mm-hmm. you know, your, your chemistry and those little moments that you're going to miss, but also like to give you an experience to where you can be fully present and like leave knowing that you, yeah, that just, you had the best experience possible. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's resonating with me at the moment. <laughs> yes, that's so true. <laughs> you're like, I agree. Are you yeah. in just in a, um, Yeah. I'm glad, I'm so glad you're getting a professional photographer. <laughs> Me too. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. That's Heather. Shout out Heather. I don't even know if she listens to the podcast, but shout out to Heather. We'll, we'll, tell her. we'll send it to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So exciting. Um, okay. So I know that you, your first year of business was a doozy. And I think that what I really see when I look at you and the work that you've been doing is not just like this level of amazing excellence, but also this really incredible like tenacity and resilience that's happened because it's needed to happen (laughs) through, you know, through the course of building your business and even in year one. And I would love for you to speak to that process, because I think no matter what, and not to compare, you know, not to go into like comparative suffering at all in this conversation. I just want to be clear about that, but like, we all, yeah, (laughs) we're all 
experiencing really hard things that can be setbacks. They can be stumbling blocks. They can be building blocks. They can be opportunities. They can be challenges, right? And it's it's a lot about perspective, but also we're all struggling at some point in time, whether it's year one or year 10 or all the years in between with some really big, hard stuff in life outside of our business that impacts or has the ability to impact the way that we show up in our work. And I, I would just love for you to speak to your experience with that. Um, because I think you've like, it's been amazing to hear your story around like (laughs) clients have been coming in, even though you're like, I don't have, you know, not that I don't have time or whatever, but like you're dealing with big things behind the scenes and still figuring out that balance. And I think it's something that we all struggle with, deal with, have to figure out and navigate all the time. So true. I mean, and I love that you said that because we just go through hard shit. <laughs> like yeah. that was just a, I mean, it is just guaranteed. Like that is mm-hmm. just the process. And I, you know, I feel like you've said this before too, that your, your business and has a way of extracting the best version of yourself. And I don't always know that <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. we're not ready for it, but it's just something that happens. And, but it's just, it's hard. Like, I think it makes you be honest. It makes you be vulnerable and, and like face these things to be resilient. But yeah, I truly had like, I looking back at it now, I, I laugh because part of me feels like I've been in business for five years, but so I, um, I was in Denver for the pandemic. Um, and I moved back to Wyoming in February of 2021. And, uh, I actually, I mean, there was several things that had moved back for one. Weddings were kind (laughs) of crushed with the whole uh, (laughs) pandemic. So it really affected just my career at the time. And I was, I was living alone in Denver and I was like, oh, like my savings account is really dwindling. Like, what are we doing? And, but truly I feel like all my doors were closing, but you know, my, I've experienced a lot of loss and grief in the last gosh, like five years. And in 20. 18, my mom actually passed away from pancreatic cancer. So, um, you know, it was really sudden, really unexpected. Um, my mom and I were best friends. She's like this little light ball of positive energy that just, you know, was in a way like her relationship to me feels like this religion. Like I just, she made me who I am. And, Mm -hmm. but that was so unexpected, you know, like I, we weren't expecting that. And when we found out it was, I think six weeks later, she passed away and that just had a big impact on me. And, you know, but same, even like, you know, we go through the pandemic and I had kind of been through a career change and my dad wasn't always in the best of health and he was back here in Casper. And so that's kind of, I, I feel like when my mom got sick and ended up passing, I knew it was coming of, you know, I think it was one of those things where I always knew that I always thought my dad would pass Well, I was at a younger age, but yeah, I was 25 and my mom died. And then I was like, oh shit, (laughs) like this is coming. And so it's not something that was necessarily a surprise, but I just, after losing one parent and being where I was at the time in Denver, I was like, I have to go back. Like I, this, all my doors are closing. Like I need to go be with my dad and spend that time and also just like help him. And yeah, I, you know, it was a tough year. Like I was playing, playing a really big caregiving role with my dad. And 
I wouldn't take back a second of it. I mean, we spent some really valuable, like quality time together. And, but I, you know, it was so hard because I, I moved back to Wyoming and I was like, this is it. Like, honestly, at the time I was like, oh my God, like I'm 30 and I'm single and I'm moving back to my hometown. Like my life is over. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I have to start a business, Um, but it's something I always wanted. But so, yeah, like right when I had, had moved back, I truly like four days, I moved in with my dad to like, just save up a little money, pay off some debt. And the fourth day I was there, I like stayed up really late and I started researching copywriting companies. So it's like, right when I moved home, it just kind of caught me in that space. And so my dad ended up passing in April, oh, what, April of 2020 or 2022 of last year. And I launched my business in literally a month to the day in March of 2022 before he passed. And I, you know, it meant so much to me. I, I worked so hard to launch Lady Folk and to make it really intentional. And I think once I launched, I had like a week and I booked like, I, I mean, I'm so grateful for this, but like the first week I booked like three clients. And in all honesty, I think we all feel like that when we start a business, like I didn't know what the hell I was doing, you know, like, I'm like, well, I guess I'll launch a business and we'll see how it goes. And it just took off, which I'm so grateful for. But I think a week after that, my dad went into hospice and, you know, we were kind of given a timeline and I was like, oh shit, like what, Mm -hmm. you know, just the timing of it was so much. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think at the time I was honestly really just like, I was really confused and I was so overwhelmed by the timing of it, like almost angry a bit. Cause it was like two different polar opposites in my life of like, I was running this, I started this business that I've been dreaming of my whole career. And it was doing, I was booking all these clients, but like on the other end of things, like, you know, I was just facing a lot of grief from like both of my parents passing and I became the executor of my parents' will. So I was like, just dealing with so much like legally. And, you know, we had to clean out my parents' house and we decided to put it on the market. And um, yeah, I, I, I just, it forced me to, at the time, like, I think I kept trying to put deadlines on my mental health, which, you know, cause I think I was saying like, okay, like, I'm getting through this next stage and like being the executor of a will. And Mm -hmm. so by June 1st, like I will be able to like fully show up for this brand messaging project and like be like creatively inspired. Like, and it just, you know, I knew I could do it and I knew I would do a really good job, but um, I'd have a lot of hard conversations with my clients of like, Hey, like just calling and being like, I, I'm grieving. Like, I, I know I can do this. And, but to be honest, like, where are you at? And like, what does this timeline look for you? Because I know that I will produce something wonderful for you and something amazing, but I, I can't say that I have this like deadline that I can give you right now. Cause I just can't keep putting deadlines on my mental health. And I like need to take care of myself if I'm going to be able to show up for this. And mm-hmm. yeah, I just, my clients were wonderful. Like, and I think that's a true test. Like you should be working with people who see you in your truth and what you're going through. And Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, it was, 
I, at the time I was so angry, but I think looking back, like I also, it also seemed like a miracle, like for one, like my, sorry if I get emotional, but <laughs> I think, you know, when I started, like, I remember my dad was like there when I launched my business. And I remember coming home and being like, like after week and being like, I just made $7,000. And he's like, like, what? Like, that's incredible. And, you know, so I think looking proud. Yes. Yeah. I think looking back, I, um, you know, I think I was like, why is this happening to me? Like, and I hate saying, but it almost like being a little bit of a victim of like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to survive this? But Mm -hmm. truly again, like I said, and you know, your business does make you into the best version of yourself. And it, a lot of times like kept me just kept me going and kept me showing up. And now I think looking back, it was actually divine timing because yeah, I, I don't think I would have been able to like, I mean, I went full-time like three months after I opened, but I had that flexibility a bit and I had a bit of a cushion to where I was like, okay, I can, I can do this. Like, and so, so yeah, I'm, you know, I'm really grateful. Honestly, it taught me how to have really hard conversations and to also listen to myself, like to like, I, my well being and my mental health has to come first before I show up for lady folk and, or else like, this is going to continue to spiral. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly, I had incredible parents who made me who I am. And I just, I'm really grateful for lady folk though, because it just gives me such a deeper purpose and it connects me to a lot of community and people that really mean a lot to me, which I feel like has helped fill some of those voids that I lost. So. Mm, it's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that so vulnerably. And I'm sure that so many people can relate to that feeling of like, wow, how am I going to keep going in the midst of personal challenges or like grief or loss or something that feels like that insurmountable thing that we get hit with out of nowhere, you know? And I think just hearing stories of people who have dealt with something so hard and knowing that like, and yes, it's hard and you can keep going and it doesn't mean you have to like close your business. It doesn't mean you have to give up the dream. It means you're going to have to have some hard conversations. You're going to have to tend to your emotional well-being, and you're going to have to have some boundaries and, you know, that's going to look a little bit different for everybody, but I love that you are now in a place where you're like, wait, I am actually way further than I thought I might be at this point and I'm expanding and I'm hiring a team member and there's so many cool things happening that like are huge after a year in business for anybody. And then given the fact that, you know, you've been holding and navigating so much outside of business too. I hope that you're just so proud of what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, thank you, Emily. That means a lot to me. And yeah, yeah I, I kept saying in like really hard moments, like I'd say to myself, like, like, just wait until you endure, just like, wait until you mm-hmm. endure and, and get through this. And, but you know, that's just life. Like mm-hmm. my experiences is like women, we take on so much because we have big hearts and big dreams and we don't want to be just like one version of ourselves. Like 
I want to be a mom someday. And it, you know, that's just the reality mm -hmm. of things is like, we face hard things, but you know, we, we can handle them. And I think that's what gets me through. And I, I love that I've been met in that place. Cause I feel like if you have the heart and you are aligned and you have integrity, it's like, people see that people see through it. And, you know, your, your business will catch you like when you need it the most, when your values mm -hmm. are like rooted in those, those things. So, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I, oh, I know I've been kind of <laughs> been updating all my things and I hired you. Cause I'm like, I feel like I was like, Emily, am I ready for this? Cause like, I've only been in business for a year, but in a way I feel like I've been in business for like five years where I'm like, mm -hmm. I feel so different now than the person I was when I started lady folk. So mm -hmm. it's been cool to see. And I, I appreciate you saying that because I can feel it, but I love to be, you know, reflected back mm -hmm. in that. Yeah. So amazing. Okay. So do you want to share just a little tidbit? Cause you were just about to get into it too, about like, why did you decide to become a woman up member and do the intensive together too? Cause I think there's what you just said is really key for people who have asked me before, like, am I ready or, you know, have I, how many years or how much experience or what level of income or like all these questions. And I think what I think is really great about the intensive format, because it's 90 days and it's one-on-one, -on -one, we cover a lot of ground, but we also, it's so adaptable and so customizable to exactly whatever you need it to be. Um, so it's kind of hard to answer that question <laughs> for me, um, but well, would love to hear like, well, yeah. I love, it's so cool. Cause I feel like I have this really unique perspective on women up because I got to create, mm -hmm. you know, craft your brand messaging and just in the work that both of us do. And I think that's why that we've been brought together in all of this is because, um, it's so true and real and, you know, just in crafting everything you're doing, it was just singing to me, like singing to mm -hmm. my, everything that I feel as a woman, but also as an entrepreneur of, I love that you speak to multidimensionality and that, you know, you can, you can do all these things and be the leader that you want to be. And you don't have to be held back or like, just, you know, not like cookie cutter advice and everything being really custom to you. Cause I felt that way. Like, I'm like, I am, I think we all feel like that is like, I am not, I am such a unique business owner. What I do is so different. And mm -hmm. so I, I feel like for one, your brand messaging was just like truly calling to me, um, which was fun. Cause that's always how I write better. But um, <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I, I just remember like being in this new phase where I experienced burnout pretty heavy. Cause my business like took off and I, again, I'm like, what a horrible you know, problem to have, but I did experience a lot of burnout where it almost like grew a little faster than I could keep up with in a way where I wanted to still provide a really intentional and streamlined and meaningful client experience. And I think we were on a call and I was like, I've, you know, I've been looking into this and I, I really need help. Like I'm, you know, I, I want to kind of like restructure this and make it, I've learned so much and, you know, help, like I need help, but I just thought like, oh, I, again, I think it is true of like, you know, am I ready for something like this? And, you know, is my business big enough for this? And, mm. um, but I also knew like, I wanted accountability and I needed structure because I'm very creative and head in the sky. Um, but I also knew that there was so much potential in my business and just everything you stand for, it seemed like it aligned so well with me. And I knew I was like, 
like I remember I was like hey <laughs> is this too <laughs> soon and you're like no like we have to do this and it has been exactly that like for me is just that accountability and also a lot of times of you just challenging me like of being you know mm-hmm. I, I think I needed that after the year I had where you're like Chelsea like this this is literally already happening for you that's been our Mm -hmm. conversations a lot like Chelsea you need to see this this is already in front of you and already happening for you so like why don't we why don't you just accept it and like we do this and Mm -hmm. yeah I just I hired on I just hired on a team member this week and I'm expanding my services and able to because of it like you know, just a little more streamlined. I'm able to take more clients and feel like I'm in my zone of genius Mm -hmm. in my business. And I could not have done that without women, like without women up and without your support and the community support. And it's just been such a blessing at Lady Folk. So I love it. (laughs) Our work together has been so fun. And I, I feel like all of those pieces, you know, I, I think that conversation that you were mentioning around, like, this is already happening. I think so many women find themselves in that moment where they're, I know for you, you were like, wait, do I want to do it this way and like go big? Or do I want to keep it like small and manageable? And I think, and like, you know, do I want to even build a team or can I just like make it me only? And it's so interesting to witness women having that sort of inner dialogue conversation, because we all, I think, most of us anyway, will have that at some point where we're like, huh, there's a reckoning here, (laughs) which path will I take? And, and, um, you know, I think I always respect if that's the thing that actually feels true for somebody to like, keep it tighter. And if that's the sustainable option, but I feel like for you, there's so much momentum behind the brand, the business, and it's only year one. So like now moving into year two. So it it felt like it was the right thing. You were already like, you had like two people immediately that you're like, Oh, I could hire these people and they would be perfect. And I could train them to do this. And then we could do it this way. And then we could offer that. And then I could free up this, which was the actual goal, (laughs) you know? Um, It truly came back to me, like feeling like same concept I was talking about earlier. Like I do, I feel like a lot of women, you know, say this to themselves and like, we get in our own heads and I, I freak myself out of it where I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm such a dreamer that at first, you know, what you're saying to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, let's do it. Let's do it. Like, I want to be that. I want to like embody that, like that brand. I want to embody that community and, and what I'd be giving back. But then it's like, we get in our heads and it scares us because we don't have the steps or we don't have, you know, Mm -hmm. we haven't actually like worked out the pieces, but that's why I hired you. And, and you said that to me, you're like, yeah. And then you're like, Chelsea, like, okay, just a second. Like we will, we can really talk about this, but just like, we don't have to do this like tomorrow. Like this mm-hmm. is, man, this is, you know, I, that's why I'm here. And I was like, okay. And now look where we are. <laughs> I just, uh, this Doing morning it. just onboarded a team member and I Yay. cannot believe I even have a team member at Lady Folk. And no, yeah, it's been so great. So awesome. So excited for you. Thank you. Yeah. But I think we tend to like easily get so many steps ahead of ourselves and then like, convince ourselves or talk ourselves out of doing the thing that we actually want or building the business that we actually want versus settling for something that feels and appears at first glance, like 
lower maintenance or something or easier when really it's all going to be kind of hard. So you could just get to pick like which hard, (laughs) but what's the thing you actually want. And then from there we can build it and we can be strategic and we can set up the systems and we can figure out the capacity and we can figure out the offers and the pricing and the pieces and the team and the delegation and all the parts but we can't do that if there's not a clear choice of like, okay, this is what I actually want to build. And I think that's one of the things that I see a lot for people is kind of like, wait, am I going big or am I not? Like, am I doing it this way or am I doing it that way? Or like failing to make the core decision that then informs all the strategy that comes after because yeah. we want to convince ourselves. We we end up like playing small, quote unquote. Yes, I love um, that. I love that. And we sneaky ways that sound very logical and very convincing and very good. (laughs) You know, I loved the, like the plain small mentality because the truth is, and I, again, like I will be the first one to say that, like, (laughs) you know, everyone talks about like business challenging you and pushing you out of your comfort zone, which like you take on when you start a business, but Mm -hmm. it's just the reality that I'm getting better out of saying like, I am going to be pushed out of my comfort zone. Like I will be challenged every single day, but that is just how entrepreneurship is. So I can either play small and be challenged by other ways by choosing to, to, to play small and not evolve and not take opportunities that are in front of me, or I can choose to continue to be uncomfortable and actually go for what why the hell I'm doing this? Like, Mm -hmm. and it's been great working with you because I feel like you've given me the confidence to trust myself too, where, Mm. um, you know, you're like, no, you, you can do this. And like, it doesn't have to be, I'm a big perfectionist. And Mm -hmm. I think having you to be like, it, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like Mm -hmm. and continue to evolve and refine. And yeah, I, Mm -hmm. it's Mm. been so good. Yes. I love it. Thank you for sharing that experience. Um, It's been so fun to work together and to have you in the community and all the things has been so great. Um, Okay. So what are the things that people can A, book with you right now and B, where can they find you and find more information and connect and all those things? Yes. So in working with you, I'm so excited. Like I, I keep joking that I've been rebranding, but not necessarily. I'm just showing up for like all of these changes in a way that feels really true to me, but it's been so fun. I feel like I'm just entering into this really exciting new chapter after enduring. Um, but yes, like my, my team is growing. So truly my, I feel like a lady folk in terms of brand messaging and copywriting, like my, my bread and butter, like signature offerings are brand story and like messaging strategy, strategy development. So helping women find their true North, like, uh, you know, outline what it is that's going to resonate with other people. And also feels like really true to them in a way that has never been seen before, like redefining the narrative and being able to like source your brand identity from that place. And so yeah, now I'm booking like brand messaging, strategy guide. I love, love website copy. Um, As good as I am with words, I love imagery and visual just as much. And I think Mm. there's no better place for that than your website. So 
Um, I am SEO certified, so I do everything under the sun for websites. And then I'm actually, so um, my other part of my business is I'm doing social media strategy and content creation. So we aren't doing full management, but we are doing, you know, everything from like a full onboarded strategy so that my idea is that you have a team with you who is producing consistent content um, that is just so like high quality, beautifully designed um, with like my signature captions that are meant to lead people to action, um, but also strategy to where you and your team can go and also grow uh, your social media presence on your own so that we're working together. So, so yeah, I'm, my books are open as of right now and my social team is growing too. So I'm just ready to like, I'm really excited. I feel like I'm really ready to work with some incredible women and modern brands and any type of content creation. Hmm. So exciting. Okay. And then where can they find you? What's your website and then social yes. and we'll link it in the show notes too. So you can find me at ladyfolk co um, on Instagram, TikTok, which I'm working on it. I'm checking <laughs> out. <laughs> Don't judge me too much. Um, but, and then also at ladyfolkco.com. And then my favorite, please, please sign up for my newsletter. I have a weekly newsletter called the Howdy that goes out every Sunday. And it is just probably my favorite thing to produce in my business in terms of my own content and there's storytelling, whims, special incentives. And I would love for you to be there too. Amazing. Thank you so much. This has been such a great conversation and I know it'll be so valuable and I'm so excited for your training in on June 21st in the Woman Up membership community. I, I can't wait to learn how to actually like take what we did in our brand messaging guide and turn it into like chat GPT oh my generated stuff. That's actually great quality. I'm <laughs> so excited and thank you for the platform to do it because I feel yeah. like benefit me just as much as it will benefit anyone else. And I hope mm -hmm. anyone feels like they can come, like you do not have to be this like wordsmith or, you mm -hmm. know, like perfect content creator to show up and find value. So we'll, we'll attack it together and make it not as scary so that you can actually grow your business with it. So awesome. I can't wait. So if you're interested in that training, it is for Women Up members only. So you can head to the link in our show notes or womenup.co slash membership and sign up to join us. I'm so excited and it'll be recorded. So if you miss it live, you can still get it recorded. It'll be great. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Chelsea, again. And thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, I'll chat with you next week. Thank you. Yay. Keep your mind wide open, keep your soul aligned, you've got all the answers waiting there inside, you're not alone, take a throne, like nobody's business, like nobody's business. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Like Nobody's Business. So, what did you think? I hope you found this episode absolutely enlivening. 
If you loved it, I'd be so, so grateful if you'd help me spread the word by sharing this episode with a friend or a loved one you know would feel supported and encouraged by this too. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you won't miss an episode. It's also infinitely helpful to me and to my team if you take a moment to rate and review the podcast so that other trailblazers like you can find this resource, know it exists, and step out of struggle and into more ease. Thanks so much for sharing your time with me today and for taking this space to receive nourishment for your greatest vision. And in case no one told you this today, you are wildly brilliant, beautifully wise, and radically trustworthy. Keep shining your light so that all of those who need what you're here to share with our world can see, feel, and experience your unique medicine. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and I'll talk to you soon. Like nobody's business.